championship coming up. Yeah. Let's get into some PGA Tour news, though, as uh, I've got to get some audio ready to play. All right. It's always sketchy when we try to do the audio oh, thing here. Oh, boy. You better got this right. I don't have my board off here, Colby. So I'm trying to do this. We just we just, we, we promoted Colby to board up today. I mean, he kind of promoted himself to board up. The way he wanted it to be. That looked like he's working right now. He's sitting over there, feeding know. his face. No, he's already talking. taking a already taking vacation on his first day as board up. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's find our Billy Horschel comment as like because you asked me is earlier. He, he's going to be yelling at us, isn't he? You said, "Is he angry again?" Yeah. Uh, Man, and I that said, guy, "That guy needs to calm down a little bit." You know what? I don't think God, he's he does, mad. Man. He's mad all the time. Well, I mean, when you look at him, he looks pissed, right? Sounds pissed all the time, too. So let's listen to Billy Horschel as... Can we get him a joint or something? Dude, he needs something to <laughs> relax. Get but I kind of like him this way. I kind of like him this way. Nah. As he called out the live golf defectors, called them hypocrites. So let's listen to a little audio from Billy Horschel. A lot of guys are, that are, are hypocrites that aren't telling the truth, that are lying about some things, that I just, I can't stand to, to sit here anymore and, and be diplomatic about it, as I have been in the past. I don't fault anyone for going to play the Live Tour. I don't have any ill will for anyone going to play the Live Tour. I have ill will towards the comments that they've made. Comments saying that Jay Monahan doesn't listen to the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour doesn't listen to us. Jay Monahan. And everyone at headquarters is the PGA Tour. They work tirelessly for us to, to, for us to reap the financial rewards and have all the opportunities we have. At the same time, I am one of 200 plus members of the PGA Tour. I am the PGA Tour, just as two other 100 members of PGA Tour. So when you're taking shots at the PGA Tour, you're taking and Jay Monahan, you're just not taking shots at them. You're taking shots at us. And to say that they don't listen is a complete farce. It really is. They can't listen. If they listened to everything, every 200 plus players on the PGA Tour said, our tour would be a complete mess. We wouldn't even have a tour. And so it's ridiculous to hear some of these comments some of these guys made saying, well, you know, you know, this allows me to play less tournaments. I've played 30, 35 weeks a year. No one's forced you to play that many events. The PGA Tour says 15 events minimum. You, if you, all you have to do is play 15 events. If you keep your card in those 15 events, then that's fine. You don't have to play. If you want to play it better or you want to play more so you get a chance to win the FedEx Cup, so be it. So be it. No one's made you play that first playoff event to go to miss family obligations. No one has. Yes, we're independent contracts. We do sign a contract with the PGA Tour that requires us to meet certain requirements of the PGA Tour. But we, can, we have the opportunity to make our schedule. So to say that we have to play X amount of events and they don't have time off, no one makes you. I'm on the road for five weeks. I've not seen my family for three weeks. I'm not, you know, I haven't seen them for three weeks. The last three weeks wasn't at the U.S. Open. Didn't see them in Germany. I stayed over here for London for a week. I'm not seeing them this week. I'm not seeing them that week for next week. So five weeks. But that is my, that's what my wife and I decided. That's what, when we laid our schedule out, it just worked that way. I made that decision to not see my wife and kids for five weeks. Am I crying about it? No. I understand. I'm living my dream trying to play golf professionally and support my my family financially. And so I'm just tired of this, these comments. Like, go play your Live Tour and forget about the PJ Tour. You didn't want to support the PJ Tour going forward. Don't tell me you're going to play Live 
when they go to 14 events and then go play 15 events on a PGA Tour and play in 29. That's not a small schedule. I'm not playing less. So I have some thoughts. Yeah, I do too. Let's number, hear them. Number one, when he talked about uh, missing family things, that was a shot at Pat Perez, who have missed the birth of his child. Sure. Because he claims he was forced into, what was it, some sort of playoff that he had to play in or something? That was the FedEx Cup playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he was 112th or something on the points list, so he had... Locked up his tour card for the following year. The top 125 get their tour card for the following right. year. So he had locked up that card. And it was a shot at Perez because Perez said that he had to go play golf. Well, no, actually, he didn't. That, right. That's a choice. Yeah. Perez chose to go play to try to get into the top 70 by right. playing well in that tournament. So Billy's got some good points there. I, I completely agree with, with his rant on this one because he hits the nail on the head here. Yeah. And you don't have a minimum. You're not required to play a minimum number of tournaments, right? You and are. He does. He is correct in that you are required to play 15. But think about it. We have 52 weeks in the year. There are 45-ish golf tournaments that the PGA Tour sponsors around the year. You only have to play in about a third of them. That's the only requirement. If you requirement. want to play in 15 the whole year, I wish that's my fun. boss only made me to come come to work one out of three days. I'd be happy with that. Yes. And I mean, his <laughs> point was. Yes, you can play in 15 tournaments throughout the season. You're not going to win the FedEx Cup or be in contention. Right. But you can make a living. But, and But you can still do you it can if go you go do it. And nobody's, if you play good enough, you can keep your card. Nobody's forcing you to play in 30, 40 events every year. So that was a bunch of bulls. And, and here's some more bull that, to, to pile on that right away. Greg Norman has, has, has positioned this live tour as an opportunity for players to be fully independent contractors. That's what they are now. These players who have gone to live golf have given up that freedom. They are required to play in the live events. Sure, they're making more money for it, but they have lost right. control of their independent contractor yeah. status because they are now employees by signing and taking that money to right. sign up and play in all these events. So uh, there, there's um, for, for those of us who are paying a little bit of attention to this, uh, there, there's some spin being thrown out here. And the interesting part of it was that uh, – you know, them not being held accountable for, you know, on the on the live tour. And what you talked about, the, the minimum, they have to play 14, events, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 15, I think he says. Yeah, or 15, as, mm -hmm. as Billy Horschel said. But there's more money involved. They were sold on the fact that it's only 54 whole events. Mm -hmm. They don't play on Sundays. Yep. Well, now, as the Live Golf organization is applying for world golf ranking points or world golf or whatever, mm -hmm. they're going to have to go to 72 whole tournaments for that even to be considered. Yep. So now live golf is going to have to change its entire structure. It's a dark mm -hmm. business model. It's plan mm -hmm. to accommodate these guys who want world golf ranking points. And now it's going to be, it's the PGA tour all over again. Kind of. Yeah. And didn't some of the, the majors ban some of these guys. Not yet. They're talking about it, though. Uh, it, I think it's on the table, yeah. I mean, uh, right, the, the, the guys that played live uh, played their first event before the U.S. Open, and the USGA came out and let them all play, right? It right, didn't make right, sense right. to them to, to, to boot guys out of the tournament who had already qualified, and, and kudos to them for that. Sure. The U.S. Open, which is run by the, the RNA, which is the Royal and Ancient, mm -hmm. which is the governing body in Europe, and right. for most of the rest of the world, has done the same thing. They're not, right. they're not booting those folks out. That's the last major of the year, though. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what the folks down at Augusta do um, when it comes time to 
send out invites for Augusta. Are they going to going to boot out the live players? And because then we move into the PGA Championship. Well, you know, what's our organization going to do? Right. Um, we'll see, I guess. Uh, you know, you, you, you earn your way into Augusta and the PGA Championship primarily by world ranking points. Right. And if they don't play in enough events to earn world ranking points, the guys who haven't won Augusta probably going to be out, even though if they're guys that, that can get in. And then, then the question becomes, are they going to continue to offer invitations to past champions, right? Dustin right. Johnson, Patrick Reed, Phil Mickelson, all guys who have lifetime exemptions into Augusta. Will Augusta change their policy on it? Because, look, the members at Augusta are, are the guys that sponsor. They're the CEOs of the companies right. that sponsor the tour. So w- yep. what, what's the fallout going to be there? I think that remains to be seen. That's not going to be a question that's, that, that's answered here in the short term. That We're going to have to wait six, eight, nine months for that. <clears throat> well, I just think, you know, Live Golf thinks they had some – Good ideas headed into it, and you know I don't know who the brainchild is behind Live Golf. It's not Norman, right? He didn't. Come I think up with he's all a this. significant part. Do you? Did yeah, he come I up mean, fifty-four hole idea. I wouldn't surprise me because it's not his money he's playing with. It's not, but I think you know he's been hired to to spearhead this thing and put it all together. You know, and hell, what we heard from uh, you know back in February about Phil's involvement. Right, right, right. right. Phil had some involvement in putting all this together, so. Uh, you know, Phil had big complaints about the tour, uh, the media rights thing, uh, a variety right. of other things. And, and, and hell, it wouldn't surprise me if it were Greg and Phil who who did a lot of the work in putting this together. You would think of all and the they majors. they were essentially given a blank check. Yeah. You would think of, uh, of all the majors that would exclude these guys, Augusta, the Masters, would be the one to do it, right? They make their own rules anyway. They do. They and, they and they don't really bow to peer pressure. If you remember a few years ago when... When there were groups, you know, picketing about not having any women's members, I mean, they, they just they turned off all crap. the corporate stuff, right? Yeah, they they yeah, just they said, ah, we'll just we'll just fund it and run it. Yeah. We'll just run it commercial free. The hell with all you guys. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all if they do the same thing going forward. I think that would be amazing. But 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 you know, they're a bunch of bright people down there. They, they're gonna they're gonna think long and hard about about how to position this going forward, and, and they're interested in growing the game of golf. Um, and they're gonna have to really see how this live plays out to see if there's any value in growing the game of golf and, and, and enhancing their brand by maybe not booting live, the live players. It'll be interesting to see, you know, come early next year when, when this, you know, when the PGA Tour season yeah. ramps up early in the year. I mean, it'll be exciting to see, like, how they end up being able to coexist, if they can coexist, mm-hmm. uh, playing in the same tournaments. But a lot of these guys are going to have to qualify for the U.S. Open. I mean, right. they're just not going to, as long as world ranking points aren't, being offered at live they're going to fall out of favor and they're going to have to qualify and, right. and that's what an open is it's open to anybody who can qualify yeah sign up you know put your ball on a tee and go see if you can get in and that's what it's going to be for a couple of these majors for, for a handful of these guys so we touched on a little bit earlier about taylor gooch and his most ridiculous of all statements and this is why it's becoming increasingly difficult to give live golf the benefit of the doubt as it relates to being taken seriously with so many of its players Continue to say completely ridiculous, asinine things. The latest culprit is Taylor Gooch, who, as we mentioned, played for the winning team, the Four Aces, in this past weekend's Live Golf event in Portland. Did, alongside, Didn't he from Oklahoma? Probably. <laughs> you know why Texas doesn't fall into the Gulf of Mexico, right? Because Oklahoma sucks. That's it. <laughs> I knew if anybody knew it, you would. Uh, so it was Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, 
Uh, Pat Perez and Taylor Gooch are on the four aces team. That's something else I don't quite understand is this team event stuff. That's where I think some of the, the interest in this live golf is going to come about is this, this team stuff. Is it like a high school team? You, it's a, is it an aggregate score? Is it a, it is aggregate, yeah, and I, and I think you count all four of them. I mean, you'd have to, right? Yeah, they got some dumb names. So after the event, uh, Taylor Gooch was really excited, I guess. I, I guess apparently he's not one places like this before let's see if we can hear what he had to say uh to the interviewer here after the after the tournament you were out there did you feel the energy of this crowd it's unbelievable out here yeah absolutely i haven't played a Ryder cup or president's cup but can't imagine there's a whole hell of a lot of difference i mean this was as cool as it gets we've been saying about it all week like the energy is just it's different it's awesome final question who buys dinner we didn't get to find out who bought dinner because the uh, the clip ended. So Taylor <laughs> Gooch says winning the Live Golf event in Portland, Oregon, is the same as winning a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup. And as soon as he said that in the video, dude, Dustin Johnson had the most terrified look on his face and the most embarrassed look on his face, and he turned away from the camera. I, I, I wish you had prepped me a little bit before this. I had a buddy... Uh, one of my close friends who I play a lot of golf with, he lives in Portland. I go to Bandon Dunes with him every year. He was at the Ryder Cup last year on Sunday, and he was at, at, at the LIV Golf at, at Pumpkin Ridge here this week. Yeah. And I texted him. I was like, how was it? He said, it was all right. Some cheesy stuff. Yeah. Pretty much a big party. Right. That was his comments. On nothing it. wrong with a big party. Nothing wrong with a big party. It, I can't imagine it was anywhere close to a Ryder Cup. Come of course on. it's not. And people he, who have been there – will acknowledge that so the quote is if you couldn't hear it if you couldn't hear it on the audio uh taylor Gooch said quote i haven't played a Ryder cup or president's cup but i can't imagine there's a whole hell of a lot of difference this was okay. as cool as it gets we've been saying it all week the energy is just different it's awesome end quote maybe so, he's yes. never played the phoenix open either right <laughs> which that's pretty cool right yeah you, you think like 160,000 people in one spot oh, on one hole? Jesus, man. <laughs> Taylor Gooch. And I've always liked oh, Taylor Gooch. Oh, man. Is he really that dumb? I, we got to put him on Johnny's list, don't we? Oh, he's on Johnny's list. Well, he's from Oklahoma. The chances are pretty good. Anybody from Oklahoma is <laughs> on everybody's list. I'm going to make a lot. Not very many friends in this part of the world with that, but nah. oh, well. <laughs> they can go back to that country they came from hey, called sure. Oklahoma if they sure. want. Uh, but so, you know. I just and this is part of the problem with live golf and the, and trying to be taken seriously when shit like this happens. Yeah, it, it really kind of ruins some of their credibility and, and really speaks to the fact that they're being fed so many things to say to make this palatable. Yeah, talk about brainwashing. Yeah, that term has been used, but the other way around. Yep. So it is what it is. There's some uh, PGA Tour slash live golf. We should probably just call that pro golf news, not PGA Tour news, because it's really not. I'll think of a better name. Colby would come up with a better name for that segment in future episodes.